0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. I am Bobby the Awesome and I get the honor of spending every morning with you. So thank you. Thanks for letting me be here. I Before I get into today's reading, now I know this is an evergreen show and if you're listening to this in the future I'll apologize for today and probably the next couple weeks worth of shows where I'm going to be sharing some information about an upcoming event but it's it's that important that I hope you'll bear with me. So you guys met Tim Ringold on Christmas Day actually December 25th his show released and he's someone I've met in one of my online learning communities and he's just this freaking amazing human being like every time I talk to him I feel like I get smarter and he has such an eloquent way of speaking. And, oh, by the way, he has a podcast, too, and uh, I will not be offended if you check it out. At any rate, I interviewed him last night for, well, we we had a plan last night to record for the Recovery Entrepreneur Show, and it had to be timely because he's having this event starting, I think it's January 25th. I thought I could get more information for you before I started recording, and I'm missing some. But it will be coming later this week. I reached out to him to make sure I have a good uh, website link or whatever to give you access to his summit in the next couple weeks. And here's why I mention it. So Tim is obviously in recovery, and we got on the call last night. He lives in California, so we get on at 7 o'clock Eastern. And I'm like, hey, you know, like I'm all excited to see him. We had such a great recording at the December of um, December show. So I, I'm thinking it's going to be great and smooth. And he gets on and I'm like, how was your new year? And he's like, well, my new year was great. And then today happened. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm kind of oblivious. Well, a couple things, right? So he... He tells me about the events of the day with the Capitol and the protesters. And and I had really no idea the magnitude of what was going on. And he was really taking it pretty hard. It kind of messed up his day. And yet he still showed up, which I totally appreciate. But as we dug into the topic and he kind of shared a little insight with me, I kind of reflected on my day. I was in a group at like three o'clock and one of the groups I was in, somebody actually lives like 12 blocks from the Capitol and she had put it in there like, oh, the protesters are, you know, at the Capitol. And this is what's scary, guys. I was like numb to it. And by that, I mean, there's been so much protesting and so much stuff this last you know, well over a year, like things have just been so crazy for so long that I, it didn't even cross my mind that this was out of the norm because it feels normal now, which is really freaking scary, right? Well, at any rate, uh, I, again, I'm not going to get into the details of that. I'm not even educated. I read one article this morning and I got the feedback from Tim. And, and I do that strategically. I don't mean to be ignorant but I also can't get caught up in all this stuff. I mean, just going through Facebook a little this morning, you could see the unfriend me if you agree with blah, 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 and and, and all this stuff, all this anxiety and all these feelings. And I'm not saying that the feelings aren't valid. I'm just saying that I don't want to have those feelings. And I have to, for the sake of my recovery and my livelihood, I need to be in the... The serenity prayer mode. I can't control what happens in Washington, right? I just literally cannot control that, so I I don't tend to get engaged. And I'm sorry for all my all my out of country listeners uh, to tie you up with American bullshit. And and I don't mean bullshit as it's not important. I mean bullshit as in like just sad, just sad, sad stuff. It's kind of embarrassing, right, uh, as a country. I'm, I'm sure many people feel that way. At any rate, when Tim and I, I asked him, I was willing to postpone it. And again, it's time sensitive because he has this event coming up. And I really want to share with the world that he has this event because I, like, I'm going to be there. Or I am go. well, I'm definitely buying it's it's a free event, mind you, but I'm going to spend the 70 bucks or whatever it is to get the recordings. I think he said it was like 67 and the closer the, to the event, the more expensive it comes. So I'm going to be an early bird, save myself the 30 bucks or whatever, but, and have access to the recordings. And the reason why is when we talked, he decided that we would, you know, we would record and we would, we would talk about that as part of our conversation, which is fine, um, and it was really relevant to recovery it was re- relevant to entrepreneurship it was just a great conversation and i guess that's part of why i'm like enamored with him it's just always so much value that comes out of his mouth and he explained what the summit's going to be to me and it's really guys it's it's not only for every person struggling with any part of addiction It is for any person struggling with any kind of stress, which means it's for any person as far as I'm concerned. And I am getting to know more and more because I've researched it and it's part of my livelihood to know things and to try to understand things and have an appreciation for addiction, recovery, stress, all these things. And I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just a a resource that taps into other resources, essentially. I'm kind of like a reporter. And he, I hope I don't mess this up, but essentially the foundation of his, I think it's called Stress Elimination Summit. And again, I'll get more details. But there's three main legs to it. And if you want better detail, check out, it won't release until January 18th, but the Recovering Entrepreneur Show, he'll get really into this and you can hear what I'm talking about. But in case you don't listen, I wanted you to kind of have a high-level view. But he has 28 different speakers that are all doing like 15-minute TED Talk kind of chats so that you're not tied up for weeks and days listening to this. But, you know, you could follow up with the guests if needed. But essentially they're gonna do past, future and present and what I mean by this is he has let's say on average 10 speakers for each category so the past ones are gonna visit the trauma past trauma now Tim and I both believe that addiction stems from like unresolved trauma hurt pain whatever whatever something triggers it in the past and it sounds like science and and the unit the universal decision or or the the way people in the industry are positioning it is that that tends to be what people are seeing or thinking about it. So the first part will have the trauma and and different styles of how to cope with that and address that and find that and and do the things. And then the future is once the what I hope I'm not messing this up. But once you get past the trauma and, and you're not hanging on to that because it's essentially a comfort point, just like our addiction, right? We keep that stuff kind of close because it's painful to work through it. Or sometimes we don't even know we need to work through it. Like I didn't know. I didn't know all the things I needed to address until last year. And I'm sure there's still more things I need to address. So there's that piece, Uh how to you know move forward in life and then the present is all different kinds of coping and stress mechanisms and things outside of my scope like he has experts in the field and I want I want you guys to know about this I want you to take advantage of this like who doesn't need less stress who doesn't need a way to reduce stress and handle life and and I just honestly believe that this could be one of the tools in your toolbox to help you with a better life to help you stay abstinent and yeah, I'm just pretty excited about this event, so I am gonna talk about it for the next few weeks, however long until it comes up because I'm not passionate about it i i've I know some of Tim's story and as in, you know, someone who is very experienced and seasoned with recovery and addiction. It's it's great to be aligned with someone like that and when I know that I have another resource to give you for free? Free, guys. The only thing it's going to cost you is your time. And you know, if you're if you're down and dark whether it's because it's freaking winter like the northeast winter it just sucks the life out of you like I hate going outside in the cold Um, if it's the weather if it's the post holiday blues if it's the new year if it's the state of the government if it's whatever it is here's a resource you know like you want help here's help so I went off a little more than I planned to on that but like I said January 18th You're going to have access to Tim on the other show. And January 25th, that week, is the summit. And again, more details to follow. But I'm pretty passionate about it, and I'm pretty excited about it. So January 7th, what do we got? Norman Vincent Peale said, One way to become enthusiastic is to look for the plus sign. To make progress in any difficult situation, you have to start with what's right about it and build on that. What's right about it and build on that. Beginning our days with a positive mental outlook is a great depression chaser. Simply lifting our heads and looking up and out instead of down will make us feel better. Although we can't spend our time staring at the sky, we can train ourselves to look for the best in ourselves and others. Even in the middle of difficulty or pain, we have choices. We can choose a doom and gloom attitude and endlessly replay the thoughts that accompany it. Or we can take a step back and find the one good thing. We may be blinded by pain. The situation may appear hopeless, utterly bleak, but recovery guarantees that we are equal to it. that in our pain there is at least one good thing. We are the masters of our fate. We can change even when the most difficult situations with an attitude we can change even the most difficult situations with an attitude of hope and positive expectation. Approaching each day with a hopeful heart will give us a different approach to our troubles. Today, help me find one good thing. Help me let go of fear and negativity. Well, if that doesn't tie into what I just talked about. This is so true. Like the first example that popped in my head is I told you about my girlfriend with her sick dog. And she gave me an update this morning and the dog was restless, but she's taking fluids and... I, again, my heart, I'm not good with animals in pain. But it was a good update. And what I've been saying to her all week is, as we're trying to navigate this, is think about how a human reacts when they're sick, right? So they may sleep a lot, and they may not be interested in in drinking and eating. And I'm like, okay, the dog's doing that. So think of that as, you know, a human symptom. And, And she's a young pup. So when we think about... Younger, healthier people, they overcome illness a little better. And last night she was restless. And again, it reminded me of how a human would be when they're sick. And just trying to be hopeful because she's having those kinds of um, symptoms or that's the way she's behaving. So I'm trying to be very positive about it. Now, this is going to sound dark, but worst case scenario... Well, two things. We can't assume she's going to die, right? Because that's just creating all kinds of bad energy. But also, if we were trying to give ourselves the excuse of preparing ourselves for if it went that way, which we have no <clears throat> no way of knowing, but if we were trying to to prepare, then we're kind of getting stuck in the negativity before we have to. And yeah, we'd be allowed to be sad when she she goes, which hopefully will be not for another decade or so. But also, this is where, and this is not easy, but it is helpful, but the gratitude comes in of if Stella wasn't in her life the last couple years, I don't know that she'd be alive, honestly. Having to go to prison and deal with the court and go through you know, giving up gambling and, and all the things. If if Stella was just meant to be in her life for a couple of years, that's the positive in that situation. That's the first example. And the next one that popped in my head is more like business related. And whenever, like like, oh my God, for the last month, six weeks, I've been struggling to get some technology stuff settled within my business. And we also had a really shitty client. I mean, shitty, as you know, if you if you caught that experience a few weeks back or before Thanksgiving. But at any rate, those were learning experiences. And the positive in that is now we'll be better. We'll make better choices about the tech. We'll make better choices about our clients. And it's just, it's, there's always, some sort of a good thing in there. And we always tell ourselves good problems. We like having good problems, meaning they may suck at the time, but they're going to make us better and stronger in the future. That's honestly the way I feel about my recovery. My My life sucked at times, but now it's better than ever. And now any obstacle that comes my way, I know can be overcome. And that's that's what I really think this, This reading is reminding us of, yeah, there's times things look hopeless and utterly bleak. Recovery guarantees that we are equal to it, that our pain is there, that in our pain is at least one good thing. So I'm giving you a couple of those examples. If you don't know how to find that good thing, this is exactly why I'm trying to tell you, go to the summit, learn from the experts, get the help you need, whatever style you work. When you have... I loved it. Tim called it a buffet of choices. So maybe 12-step, and it's kind of my philosophy here too, right? Maybe 12-step doesn't work for you, but maybe a counselor does. Or he told me about this um, electromagnetic mat he goes on every day. Um, So being proactive about our bodies and and being mindful of our bodies and our mind and like all those things, whatever – Whatever works for you to get you rolling, and that whole "for every cloud, there's a silver lining," guys, it's kind of true. It's all a matter of perspective, and I know that if it's a if it's a dark day where you just want to have your fucking pissy pants on and be miserable and sad and 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 dwell in it and 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 kind of feel the feelings or maybe not feel the feelings and go numb it with a bed or a drink or a drug or sex or whatever the thing is, there's there's something still in that situation that's a positive. I don't know what it is, and it may not show itself for a minute, but the reading is telling you, I am telling you that there really is, there's always a purpose and a positive in it. And one of the things that I I wholeheartedly believe will help you is to understand that and have faith in that. You might not see it, but know that there's a reason things are happening. I love that concept of all those things are preparing us. And we might not know what we're getting prepared for. Maybe it's for a conversation with a suicidal friend. Maybe it's to have big goals and change the world like I want to do. Maybe it's for that next relationship where you learned something along the way and now, all right, I'm going to get really ugly and graphic, but I'm going to use this as an example because it just showed up. But let's say you're with a, a verbally abusive partner and you finally break free, right? Like that was the negative. They were verbally abusive. You just couldn't. You couldn't deal with that anymore. You didn't want to deal with it anymore and you leave. And then you start, you're out in the dating world and someone you like starts exhibiting some of those same characteristics that the verbally abusive person showed Let's say you didn't date the first verbally abusive person, so you didn't have any context or any of these red flags or any of these identifiers that this next person is capable of the same. So let's say you didn't date the person, and now the old person, the verbally one. Jeez, I'm trying to not make this confusing. Well, let's say you never had that experience of dating someone else, and then you meet this person who has the same attributes but you don't know that and you get involved with them and maybe they're first physically and verbally abusive and maybe you end up dead like maybe it's someone who's on a whole other level and you get the shit beat out of you or a gun pulled on you like and I'm not trying to be dark but in that case if you had dated the person who was verbally abusive and that sucked right like that was a dark situation but maybe its value was to save your life down the road and you don't even know it. And and we don't know what we don't know, guys. We just don't and we never will. So when I tell you that you're worth it and you deserve a good life and that you have to do the work and you have to have faith and all those things, it's because it's wholeheartedly what I believe to be true. And what I've seen work over and over again for different people in different circumstances. So I hope you take your own life very seriously and your own value and values and and you know, state of affairs and circumstances and hang in there. Find I mean, that's the tagline to this show. Positivity is no gamble. Literally, you can't go wrong by being positive. Like there's no, if I'm positive, maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be bad. No, if you're positive, there's going to be a positive result. And uh, I, I hope that that makes sense to you. And I hope that you can find ways to practice it. And again, even if it's outside the scope of what I'm capable of giving you through our conversations, through the readings, through our guests, know that there's resources out there. And I encourage you to find the resources that work for you and check things out. All right, beautiful people. I have got my first meeting in like nine minutes, so I have to run. But I hope you have a fabulous day and I will talk to you tomorrow.